Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Close Encounters of the Nerdkind Podcast. My name's Imran, TJ Sutherland, Dan Colacott, with new episodes released on the first and third Mondays of the month. Catch Close Encounters of the Nerdkind Podcast at foreverinelectricdreams.com. How's it going, everybody? TJ Sutherland here on the Close Encounters of the Nerdkind Podcast. Uh, usual reminder that our new shows go live on the first and third Monday of every month, and you can find all of our previous shows on our website, which is foreverinelectricdreams.com. And you can also follow us on our socials. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all under Forever in Electric Dreams. Um, yeah, that's it for the uh, usual shout-outs. So today I'm joined by Dan Collicott. Evening. And also our friend of the show and uh, becoming now a regular guest of the show, uh, Dennis Jose Francois. Hello. Cool. Uh, sadly, Imran has been struck down by the goddamn COVID, so uh, he can't make it tonight. Uh, we wish him all the best and a speedy recovery. Get well soon, Imran. Yep. <laughs> Touching. I felt that in my heart. Well, I, I don't really know what to say, you know, other than ob- obviously get well soon, obviously uh, be safe. Well, I, I don't know, just, you know, it's horrible. So just, yeah, yeah. big up yourself, Imran, big up yourself. Pick up Take yourself. Um, so before we jump into the show, actually, I just want to do a, a few shout outs to um, a couple of our listeners. Um, first of all, just wanted to shout out to Rich, Roth and Sean for checking out last episode. Um, surprisingly, the feedback wasn't too abusive, so I'm not quite sure if they listened to our podcast or someone else's. But yeah, it was uh, super nice of them to to have a listen to the show. Um, also, wanted to give uh, my big sister Sharon a shout out. She she'd never listened to a podcast until she listened to our Wonder Vision episode uh, on the last one. So um, we've set the bar pretty low. <laughs> but um but no she uh she really enjoyed it she actually went back and listened to a bunch of our older um podcasts as well listened to the musical rebel one um she was uh she was really enjoying that and the 90 state of mind one and uh she told me to big up imran as well for for the 90 state of mind one so imran consider yourself picked up um any other shout outs you guys got yeah i'd like to shout out pete aka zippity doodah um, just for feeding back a little bit on the Wonder Vision um, episode. Thanks a lot for that, Pete. Uh, please keep listening. And I'd also like to big up Big Mike Rollinson up in Newcastle, who uh, gave me some pointers for this week's episode, which we'll get to later. Cool. Um, Dan, got anyone? Yeah, I'd definitely like to big up Stuart Giblin, who is a regular listener of the show and has given us some rather... Um, lovely feedback over the last couple of months. So, yeah, appreciate it, Stu. Big up yourself. Cool. All right. So, this week we are kind of still hovering around MCU. <laughs> this is becoming a regular regular thing. But um, so, Falcon Winter Soldier just dropped on Disney Plus, and um, that's doing well, I think. Uh, premise of the show is kind of based around a classic buddy cop dynamic. So, you've got Two main characters, worst cracking banter, starts off where they hate each other, then eventually they form a strong friendship. You know the usual tropes. So, but I think before we dive into kind of talking about the buddy cop genre um, as a wider topic, um, any initial thoughts on Falcon and Winter Soldier? What are you guys thinking about the show so far? 
I think uh, just to point out as well, at the time of recording, episodes one and two have dropped. I think by the time this show goes out, episode three will have dropped. But yeah, how are you guys feeling about the first two episodes? I think um, they're okay. It's a strong start. I've learned not to try and figure out where they're going with stuff sometimes. <laughs> and I just uh, want to hang in there for the ride and uh, hope it lands somewhere Good. Um, I should sort of disclaimer, I was never invested in any of the characters that are in this show so far, even in the comic, and by which I mean in reading comics. Uh, so I'm a bit of a neutral party on this one. I'm just going to sit down and watch and maybe I'll come out of it really liking, you know, these particular characters or this storyline. I'm actually more interested in the sort of bad guys that are going to appear in this than I am necessarily in the good guys. So that's, uh, yeah. Do you think you're going to get yourself a, a Black Falcon t-shirt after this? I will definitely get myself a Black Falcon t-shirt and I might get myself a uh, a Black War Machine t-shirt as well. Um, and uh, maybe even a, uh, what's the name of his bird? Uh, a Red Wing. A Red, Red Wing, Red yeah, maybe Red. Black, black Red Wing, a Black Wing. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Yeah. Um, what about you, Dan? What your what your thoughts on the first couple of episodes? I don't have much of an opinion. It, it's not nothing bad, really, mm. but it, it kind of for me it just hasn't really got going yet. Which I guess after two episodes, you probably wouldn't expect. Mm. Um, I think most of us who watched One Division would have admitted that it, it kind of took a while to kind of get your head around it. Um, mm. But a lot of promise, mm. but. Um, yeah, from a I guess from a an on screen chemistry and dynamic between the two leads, there's not really much there at the moment. It seems to be building up, but yeah, kind of um I don't know. Just it feels like but nothing much yet. Yeah, I I mean it it kind of feels like it's gotten going a bit quicker than one division did, but then I guess the the whole premise of one division was that setting lent, lent itself to a much slower start. This kind of feels like, you know, they've introduced, seemingly introduced the villains quite early mm-hmm. on. Um, that obviously may all change, but I mean, I'm not sure how many episodes it's going on for, actually. I think, uh, it's, I think it's eight. Six or eight. Okay, eight episodes, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, yeah, like I say, I've, I've had no real massive investment in either character in the comics or in the movies. Um, but yeah, I think it's a fairly solid start. Um, yeah, one of the highest rated premieres, well, in fact, the highest rated premiere on show, uh, on Disney plus to date, but obviously caveat with, you know, the success of one division and Mandalorian ahead of it. So, um, I, yeah, they're keeping, I, they keep, they're I, keeping people subscribed to the, to the chat, to the, um, to the service for sure. I was going to say, can I just dive into that statistic? It's mm. actually because membership of Disney Plus is still increasing because they're just still releasing okay. into new territories. There's a lot of people who uh. didn't, didn't get it initially. It's a bit like comparing the box office figures from, say, 2015 to the box office figures from 1995. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, it's three yeah. times more expensive to go to the cinema. You know what I mean? So I think that, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. that's a bit of a false uh, stat, really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Obviously, there, there's always caveats with it, and I, I actually didn't realize it, it was still it was still releasing in different ter- um, territories. They thought they actually done it everywhere so far, but yeah, interesting. 
Well, I mean, no. maybe they have. I didn't think it was in 180 countries, though, because they've got to sort the subtitling and and oh, yes, uh, the true. dubs out for it. Although I did yeah. notice that locally here in Quebec, Canada, they have a French Quebec version of stuff, which is interesting. Oh, okay. So they specifically, same on Netflix, so... You know, I guess they go to that length before they release it into a, into a region. Yeah, I mean, do actually, I'm not even going to go into that topic because <laughs> I don't know the specificity between Quebec French, Canadian French, and French French, and all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, well, have you go. watched um, War of the Worlds? Um, not the the UK based TV series, but the uh, American. Can, it's, Canadian. it's Canadian German, isn't it? I know Canadian the one you German. mean. I came across it randomly on Canadian television. I was like, "What was it? What's this?" Uh, no, I haven't watched it because I only discovered it literally a few weeks ago. But it's oh. all available for streaming on Canadian TV. So I do plan to get round to it. It looks interesting. Um, it looks well made. So the the problem with it is if you don't speak French, um, large quantities <laughs> of the dialogue are in French. It, it kind of it well, jumps subtitles. Um, not, well, I, I think because it, it debuted in, in Canada and when I first tried to watch it, um, there was no subtitles and, and large chunks of it. I suppose I could have put subtitles on to be fair, but large, yeah, large chunks of it are in French because it, it, it's kind of set in, um, it's set in multiple locations. Some of it's yeah. set in UK some of it's um, set in Canada. And I think some of it's set, actually set in America as well. I thought some were set in Germany. I, I, I tell you what, I will invest it because it's on, it's on like the local equivalent of the iPlayer. Um, mm. So I will, I'll, I'll watch an episode and let you know if, if that's the case. Fair cool. play. Um, I just wanted to say one more thing about um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Is certainly, well, a little bit for the first episode, but definitely for the second episode. At the point I was kind of getting into it, it stops, it ends. It, it It's really weird because obviously, <laughs> how many minutes is it? 49. Um, 49, but it, I think that's the total thing, including all the credits at the end. So I think yeah, it's, very, very it's a super long, same as WandaVision. So the actual length is maybe 45. But that, that's the standard minutes. American, 42 and a half minutes is the standard yeah. US uh, one hour format. That's what it always was. And honestly, Dan, isn't that what we call a cliffhanger? Remember yeah, those? I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> there's an element of that, but I guess because it's new and they're trying to establish the two main characters as well as the, the new kind of um, Captain America and mm. um, the guy who's got Battlestar, isn't it? Yeah, Battlestar, yeah. yeah. That there's there's so much kind of going on, and and so many things that they're they're trying to set up that you're you like just, you just want another like ten minutes on the end just to kind of yeah give you a bit a more bit. or yeah a little bit classic but, classic cliffhanger yeah but I don't even think it's a cliffhanger because it's not I'm not I'm not desperate to 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 see what happens next from a point of view of it being a cliffhanger I just kind of want to want to see more of everything, if that makes sense. Yeah, I kind of get I kind of get what you mean. And I guess, yeah, it's, it's a fine line between kind of 
leaving it like getting invested in the show and then going ah oh, i just want that bit more and and actually leaving you with a proper cliffhanger like oh i want to tune in next week and see what happens next i, I think those are those can be two different things definitely um, i think i think one division almost every episode had quite a big cliffhanger hmm. yeah that's true so um yeah moving on to uh the buddy cop genre now um, buddy cop genre has been around as long as I can remember. You know, the classic, um, two main characters, lots of hijinks, laughter, fun, whatever. They build a, build a friendship, uh, normally hate each other at the start, become great friends at the end. Usual tropes. So what are your thoughts on, you know, give us a few examples of kind of classic films that you enjoyed. Um, whether it's stuff that you, watched recently or growing up or um anything like that dan you got any any uh examples of kind of classic body culture films or films or tv shows actually can i sorry dan can i just clarify are we talking buddy cops or buddy ah so that's that's interesting because i guess theoretically falcon and soldier aren't cops they're no no they are not they're just dudes so <laughs> let's be fast. Let's be fast and loose with our um, our interpretation. They don't necessarily have to be cops, but a lot so of the buddy, examples that I have, buddy movies, buddy movies, yeah, right. yeah, buddy, buddy movies or buddy TV shows, right? Yeah. Go on then. Back to you. Go on then. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we've got to start with the the most obvious. What I feel is the the King Turner and Hooch. Huh? <laughs> um, that's buddy dog movies. <laughs> but they were both cops. They were both cops. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> no, Hooch wasn't a cop. I'm pretty sure he was. He's a dog. What? He's a police dog. No, no, no. He wasn't. <clears throat> he wasn't. So basically, <laughs> he was the dog that belonged to the guy that was killed by the bad guy. Oh, so Tom yeah. Hanks actually in kind of inherited him like he just started coming on you're, you're getting confused with k9 k9 that's something yeah <laughs> mix those two up all the time with james is it jim is it jim belushi jim jim belushi yeah no james belushi james jim belushi is the older brother yeah yeah. yeah yeah no john belushi is the older brother Jim and James yes, Belushi sorry. are the same person. Sorry, sorry, yes, that's that's very that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, Jim James <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. James Belushi uh film. But yeah, yes. um I was gonna say my all time favourite and, and definitely I think probably from a film point of view, obviously there was a lot of stuff in seventies T V series such as Starsky and Hutch and Chips. But I think, mm. from a film point of view, Lethal Weapon was where it all started. I'm hoping one of you are going to challenge me on that. Yeah. For, think... What about Forty Eight Hours? Forty Eight Hours. Yeah, I would say probably it was, was definitely before, before it. I think. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, okay. But yeah, that that's probably the most. That's probably. Uh, yeah, it's probably the one that I think of in terms of starting. It, obviously, there were. I'm sure there were examples earlier than that. I'm sure um, oh, people correct us on that. But but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, 48 hours is always the one that kind of jumps out at me. 48 hours and um, running scared as well, um, which I think was 
maybe been slightly earlier than Lethal Weapon or around about the same time. But yeah, sorry, go on, Dan. Um, yeah, no, no, good, good course. I always think I don't know why, but I always think of forty-eight hours and another forty-eight hours. Not so much. I I just think of them as sort of standard cop films. I don't really think of them as as the the kind of buddy format or mm. being like I don't I can't remember I can't remember and and again tell me if I'm wrong but I can't remember either of those films being that funny but I guess they're they must, kind of they 80s Eddie Murphy funny aren't they yeah, yeah exactly that yeah but even yeah, then definitely. you have to think about Lethal Weapon and it was quite it was quite serious mm. tonally fir- yeah yeah the first uh, one especially yeah. Yeah, because um, he, he, you know, if you think of who Martin Riggs is, he's a an ex-Special Forces guy who's... who's suicidal. And, yeah, well, <laughs> well, he's killed a lot of people and his wife got killed. So he is pretty... It's it's pretty kind of dark character. Um, yeah. But then I guess you, you go to... Is it Lethal Weapon 2 or one where um, Murtagh is sat on a toilet that's, that's got bomb underneath it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that was that's two, two yes, yeah. Because I, yeah. I think that they they, they put... Um, <clears throat> who, who's the little guy? They put him in it. Um, oh, um, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci. yes. Um, they put him in it to kind of the, give it a bit more comic relief. Yeah, the comedy like, element kind of ramp, definitely ramped up as each film... Kind of came along, to be honest. Yeah, but I, I, I do think. I mean, I love it. I, I think I we we've had a conversation a few times about the TV series, and I even quite enjoyed that. Yeah, um, I've not seen that at all. Who, who's in the TV series? Is it one of? Uh, it's, um, it's one of the. I think it's Marlon Wayne's. One of the Wayne's brothers. Yeah. Yeah, plays, uh, Murtoff, and right. I've forgotten the name of the the actor that plays Riggs. Is um, that still is that still airing or is that is that being no canceled? no so there was some kind of th- there's a load of different stories about what happened but but the main the main guy the main actor playing Riggs got fired uh, because oh. apparently he was I don't know if if he if he went a bit um, meta on his own acting and really took it so seriously and went method sorry not meta method. Went so method that he became um, so unruly and uh, live wire that he got he got fired. But there, there's a lot of stories about some of the the stunts that were set up, hmm. um, nearly causing really serious accidents. So there was a lot of problems with health and health and safety. But yeah, they kind of they seem to blame blame a lot of what went wrong on hmm. the actor playing Riggs and he got fired. Then Sean William Scott took over. But oh, not that a... guy from American Pie. Yeah. Um wow. completely, you know, ripped. Um really living the role. Um similar character, but not not playing Riggs, just another kind of special forces character hmm. who kind of became a cop. Um but only yeah only it, the the ratings dived and it only lasted for one season, which is a shame because um you know I think I was surprised how good Sean William Scott was 
Um, I was surprised how good the whole thing was, to be fair. But yeah, it it got canned. Yeah, um, yeah, not seen not seen the TV show. I think uh, I think Sky was airing it over here or something for a little while. No, um, and it, it was actually Channel Five. I'm ashamed to say. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, I, I know I saw adverts for it somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, that's probably why I didn't watch it. It's like Channel Five. Pff, nah, <laughs> I'm done. Um, cool. Uh, how about you, Mister? Mr. Jose Francois. Well, f- first of all, um, so uh, 48 Hours is 1982. Uh, so it definitely okay. precedes Lethal Weapon. But there are definitely... What, what, buddy, year, is, what year was Lethal Weapon, sorry? Uh, I think sure. it's 86. 86, I, I guess. It's, it's okay. yes. But there are yeah, definitely buddy cop movies that precede that, most notably um, In the Heat of the Night, Sidney Poitier. And Rod Steiger from 1967. Oh, wow. Which would really oh. be the first buddy cop movie. Um, see, when when I was thinking about this topic, I wasn't really thinking buddy cop specifically. Although mm. the first, when you say buddy film, the first things that come to me are very often are films like Lethal Weapon and 48 Hours. But I sort of did a, funny enough, the, actually the very first thing that comes to me when someone says buddy movie is Toy Story. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, And then I start, and I asked a few people, so my uh, big Mike, another shout out there, I asked him and the first thing he said was every which way you can and every which way you, every which way but lose. Clint Eastwood and the orangutan. Yes. Um, (laughs) We're definitely not counting animals. No (laughs) dogs, no monkeys. (laughs) Ah, Damn it, that's like half my list gone, damn it. Uh, (laughs) Gavin mentioned um, Dude Where's My Car. Which is, a, is, which is a buddy movie. Um, well, oh, man, but then, then you're going to like Dumb and Dumber, aren't you? Well, well, th- well, here's the thing. So what is the definition? Because it's very, very common in cinema to peer two people together on screen. So yeah. what is that difference between a buddy film and just a film about two people? I mean, obviously, a rom-com is pretty obvious. You know, yeah, yeah. You, Felma and Louise is a buddy film, right? Yes, okay. 100% it is. Um, but I, I think we need we need to put the criteria as buddy cop film. Okay, so some, 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 about... some, sort of, some sort of law enforcement person. Okay, so because <laughs> I was also going to say that I think even predating in the heat of the night would be the odd couple. But if we're going to talk law enforcement, then, you know, aside from Lethal Weapon 48 Hours, Bad Boys jumps to mind and yeah. Rush Hour Perfect. jumps to mind. Yeah. Uh, those, those two in particular. But here, if we're going to talk law enforcement, I've got to ask you a question. And please, let's avoid jokes. Is Batman v Superman a buddy movie? Yes. It's a buddy awful movie. I've got to go with someone else does. But is it, is it a buddy movie? It is because yeah. if, if you go by the tropes that I mentioned earlier in terms of, well, I don't know about wisecracking banter. Um, but yeah, they start off hating each other and then they end up teaming up with each other and... But form it, a, bond, a strong friendship, so yeah. But it always, it always has to be one of them is a fish out of water, so it's usually someone from another country. If you think of Red Heat, um, yeah, yeah, Rush Hour, yeah. and they, well. they will, not not always, but they the, the, the two main characters, as TJ said, well, they've, got, they've got to be at, at odds, haven't they? Or they've got to yeah, be completely exactly. different, con- contrasting characters. So one's got like Tango and Cash, where one is like the stylish cop, and the other one's like rough around the edges. Or um, yeah, exactly, you know, Bad Boys is probably the same as well. You got 
ones that are super slick, super cop, and the other ones, you know, home guy, wife and kids and all that. So there's got to be a contrast between... They hate each other at the start. And as you said, that somehow... Well, they're bad um, boys. They did. They were friends for ages. So that maybe doesn't quite count. But yeah. No. But but yeah, throughout the movie, they, they bring out the best in each other. Kind of yeah. you know, typical American smalls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. so just to, just to quickly say that it was Clayne Crawford who played... Martin Riggs in the Lethal Weapon TV series. Clayton Crawford. Yeah, I don't think I've actually no. seen, seen him in anything else, but he was he was actually you... excellent as Martin Riggs. And sounds Damian like you're not going to hear him. Hmm? Sorry, I was going to say it sounds like you're not going to see him in anything else after <laughs> this. Well, yeah, I don't know. It depends on whether he he truly cops the blame for everything kind of uh... Uh, going bad. But yeah, Damon Wayans was also good as Murtar. Um But I I think. It's a, it's a real shame because Mel Gibson's probably about I think he's about sixty five and Danny mm. Glover's about uh, must he's probably the seventies now yeah it must be at least mid seventies so I don't think we're going to see a Lethal Weapon five we really shouldn't <laughs> oh, well, actually yeah, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't think, put it isn't Mel Gibson fallen enough from grace as well to pro- to preclude that it's hard for him to get roles these days isn't it he's not a very popular actor anymore. I thought isn't he, he, he's got a new film out, hasn't he? I know, but he's not, like I'm saying, he's, you know, he's still acting, but I don't know how, he's not a box office draw anymore because of all yeah. of that anti-Semitism stuff or whatever that he was accused of or did, whichever. Mm. I'm not get well, it, it, it's basically why there is no Lethal Weapon 5. Right. Because they've had, uh, yeah, I mean, they've had, I, th- I think the last Lethal Weapon film was probably something like nine, 98, 96, 97, something like that. So it's been a long time since since they did, did a Lethal Weapon film. So they've had plenty of opportunity. Right. So um, I just wanted to add to that. Um, actually, no, I said all, all, all the ones I had in because we always keep coming back to Lethal Weapon. Um, yeah, that was it. I think, like, if you shout to a few... Uh... Because I'm I'm a big fan of the buddy movie, buddy cop movie. I don't know. Anyway, buddy open bracket cop movie um, genre. So like Tango and Cash was one I absolutely loved. Um, big Kurt Russell fan, so uh, that one was uh, a favorite of mine. Running Scared, um, mm-hmm. uh, really enjoyed that. One of the funniest films I think I've ever seen as well. It's just um, Who, who's in Running Scared? I don't think I've heard of that. Uh, it's Billy Crystal and. Uh, Gregory. Uh, Greg, I'm just gonna look it up. Um, um, dun, 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 dun. While you're looking that up, I'll go. I'll go through a couple of my other favourites. Um, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Oh yes, is um, legitimately one. Uh, such a funny movie, and I know they did like a slew of. <clears throat> um, some big did a slew of movies with him and Nick. Um, Frost. Uh, yes, um, they did a bunch of movies. I, I and I know Shaun of the Dead is the one that probably gets the most praise, but uh, Hot Fuzz for me, I think, is possibly my favorite out of all that of that um, bunch of movies that they did together. Yeah, um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, they're kind of all good, but um, uh, it's Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines, sorry, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, love that movie. Um, have you guys, I have, um, seen the other guys? Yes, I was going to mention. I, that. 
I have not actually. I, and oh, I just wonder if I've been meaning to to check out because that is a a parody of the buddy movie in every which it way, is. isn't it? It and is. Exactly it's, pretty, it's pretty good, actually. I think I'm not. Well, there'll be spoilers, and you haven't seen it. There's. A, I just love that opening section. Yeah. You know, when with the other two cops, there's there's, there's two sets of buddy cops know, in it. It's amazing. Yeah, I know, the, I know the premise is like there's two sets of buddy cops. Uh, Two sets of buddy cops, and one pair is like the super cops, and the other one is the well, the other guys. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's the kind of general premise, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. it looks. Yeah. I mean, the rocks, the rocks in it. So I'm, I'm in. Uh, um, and um, actually, sorry, there was one other. Twenty one Jump Street. Twenty one Jump Street. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember watching the TV series. The well, I remember watching films. Thinking of films, yeah. But I, I remember watching the, the TV show back in. The yeah, me too. Late nineties, I think it was. It came out. Yeah, Johnny good, good TV show. Well, Any Johnny Depp, yeah. In one of the seasons, my cousin is in the uh, opening credits. He's oh. a black guy being chased by cops and he runs down an enemy <laughs> and scrambles, scrambles over a, um, uh, a fence. I mean, I don't want to say typecast, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's a question for you. Is Knight Rider a buddy movie? Well, if you're not allowing animals, you can't really allow cars, can you? <laughs> it just occurred to me because I was like, does that count? Or no. but then yeah, you're right. If we're not allowing animals, then uh... I mean, if you if you basically if you go to Wikipedia and look up a buddy films, because I did that, you'll see hmm. that it's actually broken down into buddy comedies. But like, there's a the buddy film itself is a genre, and the um, the description of it is actually quite interesting. Hmm. That's up there. Um, but it, it's broken down into several different sections with buddy cops being the most common, you know, uh, but I'll just read you what it, how it describes buddy film. The buddy film or ship film is a film genre in which two Ooh. people, often both men, are put together and on an adventure, a quest or a road trip. The two often contrast in personality, which creates yeah. a different dynamic on screen than the pairing of two people of the opposite gender. The contrast is sometimes accentuated by an ethnic difference between the two. The buddy film is commonplace in American cinema, unlike some other film genres. It endured through the 20th century with different pairings of different themes. And that's just in general. And then you can break that down into all the it's different cop movies. movies and yeah, cop movies, movies yeah. comedy films. There's, anima- <clears throat> you know, there's a list of buddy animation films, which is very, you know, like Toy Story, okay. et cetera. It's very, very cool. Yeah. I, um, I, I discovered a, <clears throat> excuse me, a list of uh, best and worst uh, buddy cop movies. Uh, and it's got the usual tropes in there, you know, uh, 48 Hours, Lethal Weapon, yada, yada. Um, some of the worst ones. I've not heard of any of the worst ones, but I had to shout out to... Um, uh, the top worst one, best worst one, um, a film called Theodore Rex. <laughs> uh, 1995 movie starring Whoopi Goldberg as a cop in the future. He's paired with a talking dinosaur to solve a series of murders. Holy moly. Oh, man, I, don't, I remember that. I have just looked up the film poster for that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that says VHS back of blockbuster <clears throat> video store. All over it, hundred um, percent. Wow, I, I'm I'm glad I brought this into your lives. Can I just so point can... out that the that the the dinosaur is wearing jogging bottoms and Converse <laughs> and a bright red jacket. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also, if you, if you want to put another really really bad one in there, then white chicks. 
Oh, oh God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've not seen that, but yeah. I but another, think but I watched... a good one, Training Day. Oh, uh, Denzel and... Oh. Ethan Hawke. Oh, Ethan Hawke. I, I can never remember that guy's name. I always know his face, and I can never remember his name. Um, yeah, Training Day. Amazing film. Um Oh, I also have to shout out, have you guys, either of you guys seen or heard of uh, a film called Two Guns? I love starring, it. Starring, oh, you said, it's awesome. I've not seen it yet, so I hadn't heard about it until uh, until my mate, shout out to John Earth, who um, uh, recommended it when uh, we posted up on Facebook about this. Um, I've not seen it, I hadn't even heard about it, uh, and then I watched the trailer the other day, and I was like, oh my God, how did I miss this? It, it actually looks really good. Um, it, yeah, Dan, you've seen it. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but yeah, yeah. it's um, massive. Yeah. I don't know why it's so underrated. I don't don't even know if it, it did come out in the cinema, but yeah, it, it didn't get a lot of attention at, when it was released. Could be because it's Mark Wahlberg. Could be. I mean, he does, he doesn't uh, tend to give people much faith in his movies. I think. But Could I think wrong, but... I think that the last big buddy cop film that was released. Uh, before Bad Boys, I'm going to say Bad Boys Three was Bad Boys Three the last one. That was the last one, yeah. Yeah, um, was the Nice Guys with Russell Crowe and oh Ryan Gosling. Okay, okay yeah. yeah um, Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling, kind of uh, set in the seventies. Um, okay. Played pretty much for laughs. Um, surprisingly yeah. good. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I've not. I've um, not not seen that one. It, I mean, it, I guess it. It's interesting, actually. I had a thought: Is the genre kind of? I mean, as Dennis mentioned from the Wikipedia page, it's um, you know it's something that feels like it's endured for a long, long, long time. Uh, the kind of buddy genre or. And is the buddy cop version of that genre, is that something that's dying away a bit from the, it's like, you know, it's hugely popular in the eighties and nineties, you know, like again, lethal weapons and, you know, Tango and Cash and all those, there was a lot of of those types of movies that came out in um, the eighties and nineties. Is that kind of dying away now? The the cop version of it. I mean, not the, not the buddy version of it. I don't, I, I think cop movies on a big screen release, seem to have died away, haven't they? A little bit. If it, I does, yeah. I, I, it feels like a bit like that to me. Because, like, you know, I mean, they've they obviously brought back Bad Boys uh, for the third movie, um, which was I think that was the year before last, a couple of years mm-hmm. ago now, I think. Yeah. Um. So you know, they brought, but there doesn't seem to be a kind of a newer version of that. You know, you had. Lethal Weapon is a long-running franchise. You had Rush Hour as a long-running franchise. You know, Bad Boys is a long-running franchise. But it doesn't feel like there's any more... Well, look, you know, uh, 21 Jump Street had a sequel, but... Apparently Don't there's, there's going to be another Rush Hour, Rush Hour 5, but... Wait, there were four? I thought there were only three. Yeah. Sorry, uh-huh. Rush Hour 4. Apologies. Oh, yeah, okay. no, there are only three. I get confused with Lethal Weapon, because Lethal Weapon has four. No, they are going to be, the, or, or at least um, the cast and the and the writers and I think are behind it. But 
possibly because of COVID, um, it doesn't sound like. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. There, there's no. There's no. There, it feels like for the last five years, it was like six months from going into production, and something mm-hmm. or other seems to have stopped it. So, yeah. yeah. I, don't know. Um, I think one of the things, and this, of course, let's let's walk a really careful but dangerous line here. Uh, one of the issues with cop movies in general is that the police, in especially in the US, have come under heavy, heavy scrutiny in the last mm. few years. And I think it's a bit of a difficult topic to address right now without how do you either, how do you make them the heroes of a film? Yeah, or you kind of are thing. you know how can you ignore the current issues that police are faced with with everything from you know police brutality, Black Lives Matter, um, you know corruption. Um, all, all of that kind of stuff, and still tell a, a valid, credible movie on screen, especially when, when you think about the buddy cop uh, genre, it very often involves one or both of the cops going off the rails, you know, going behind the scenes and doing things in an unorthodox way. I'm sure mm. if we were to analyze films like Lethal Weapon of 48 <laughs> Hours, the methodology used uh, <laughs> by the cops would come under heavy, heavy scrutiny. <laughs> Might be slightly off off uh, off piece. Yeah, and I I, I yeah. think uh, for a studio executives or or whatever, right now that kind of movie is probably not welcome in the so welcome in the public for one yeah. thing, and it's True. just going to be a minefield of stuff to have to walk through. So yeah. it's yeah. easier to tell fantasy, sci-fi, you know, whatever else, even rom coms mm. over something like that. I, I think although. Yeah, I, I think it's a, you're, you're, I think you're right. The times that we're currently living in, especially the last couple of years, um, it's a, a bit of a hard sell to say to people, Hey, you got to cheer for these cops as they break up a drug ring or something like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one, I think. But do you know what I, the, the, the franchise that feels like it's taken over as well as obviously all the kind of MCU and, mm. and um, DCU stuff? But the franchise that sort of seems to sit in a very similar place, as in it's very, very similar action, chase, explosions kind of fare, is Fast and Furious. So it kind of feels like they've gone more in that direction over the last sort of... Well, was it? I mean... Michael B. Porn. Well, you raise an interesting point there because, I mean, I've only seen the first two Fast and the Furious films. Um but in general, and I think this is reflected especially in video games, there doesn't see there seems to be more of an appetite to, for the bad guys or the vigilante or the quasi bad guys than the good guys. Mm. I mean, there aren't that many video games out there, for instance, where you play the cops. You're normally playing the villains in some way, I think, right? Like yeah. you know, especially with stuff like Grand Theft Auto or whatever, they're the popular ones. Um, you're doing a high same with films like The Fast and the Furious. They're not cops. You know, uh, what was it? Um, what was the, the Nicolas Cage one with the car thefts that was out in the nineties? Oh, yes, um, it was. That was a remake, wasn't it? Yeah, it was from a sixties movie. Sixty, fifty seconds. No, yes, yeah, no, uh, si- uh, something and gone. Something, gone in sixty seconds. Gone in sixty seconds. Gone, that's one. Films yeah. like that, the heist films and stuff, are still are, have always been, and probably always will be hugely popular. And I think they're just, mm. uh, you know, uh, even if it's something as maybe even as... Oh, like the Italian jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah the Italian, uh, not Catch Me If You Can, what's the... 
the one about the magicians, you know, with uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, you know yes. Yeah. Now you see me. Now you see me. Those kind of films. And they're not, you know, we're talking big groups now. They're heist films, a whole different podcast mm. probably. But they're, they're probably and always will be more popular just because it's a bit, it's always a bit of the Robin Hood, right? Robin exactly. Hood, yeah. It's, 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 it's a much sexier premise, isn't it? To, yeah. you know, yeah. paint these guys as, as uh, yeah, the, the Robin Hood figures and rooting for someone to, to beat the man or beat the system in some sort of way. Mm. And then so, you've also got a sort of another series of films where if you look at um, a series or a film like, say, Fargo, where you do mm. actually follow the cops, but it's, you know, you're watching sort of the crooks become untangled and all, <laughs> everything going completely nuts, Right. Um, yeah. Any of those sort of Coen Brothers films? Um, there's quite a few in that genre. I don't know what you, where you'd put that genre. Coen uh, Brothers, probably. But they are quite. Also, I mean, yeah, I know. But you've also got TV shows like Breaking Bad yeah. and The Ozark yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, which are also similar. You know, hmm. you sort of got good guys tangled up in a bad thing, or the cops are trying to untangle some organized crime thing. You know, and I think that's, sort of that's like an inter- third party. It, that's an interesting one that you mentioned you mentioned there actually to pick up on that the the good guys in a bad situation mm. um like you say like the break the breaking bad type scenario where someone is inherently good but they're having to do bad things yeah the Ozark people like to, that as well yeah yeah exactly like that sort of thing again you say that that sort of genre is is proving to be hugely popular now as well have either of you seen your honor no, I no. was told that it was. Uh, someone said to me, maybe it was you, Dan, that it was um, uh, him doing the same thing, but he's a judge. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, what? Uh, who's I mean, this? I'm Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. I'm only about um, three episodes in, so I can't really tell you yet. But yeah, it does kind of sort of <laughs> seem to be leaning that way. <laughs> I mean, there was, there, it's funny because there was there was a, um, much? a there was a series with is it was Kelsey Grammer I think it was called Boss or something like that about ten years ago which was rather promising I think it was one of the series that died because of the writer's strike and he was um, a judge I believe who was having these sort of blackouts and stuff and got getting tangled up in bad stuff and it was really good. Uh, but it but it died. It it went like one season or two seasons, and I think it died because of the writer's strike. S- similar to Your Honor, I think. Interesting. Um, I had a question, and I don't know if you guys had a chance to to come to come up with anything, but come up with a, a challenge to come up with a, a weird buddy pairing. Can be cops if you like. I didn't but... even have to think about it. I've got one <laughs> Okay, Dan, did you manage to come up with anything? Oh, yeah, I can come up with one. Okay, all right, cool. All right, so uh, who should we go with first? Uh, Let's go with Dennis. Dennis, Dennis, this sounds quite interesting, actually. Dan, let's go with you first, and then I'll do mine, and then we can finish off with Dennis's, because yours, you sound, I can hear you giggling in the background, which means it's going to be some weird shit. Um, (laughs) Dan, what you got for us? (laughs) I'll be very quick. Uh, Kermit the Frog. Um, <laughs> it's already great. And Billy. You're going to go with Billy Bob I, Thornton, aren't you? Billy Bob Thornton. There we go. <laughs> that was actually one of my on one of my appearings. He was in there. 
actually something similar. You've, you've come up with something similar, but... Um... Okay, uh, I'll, I'll do mine because I think yours is going to be way funnier. Um, mine is actually kind of two cops. Yeah, so mine is actually going to be a buddy cop movie uh, from the same universe, though. So I'm going to go with Robocop and Ed 209. Ah, oh. that, would be, that would actually be a good period. In fact, isn't that a movie? Isn't that really a movie? I think it's Robocop 4, maybe. I don't know. Was it the TV series? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I think those two would have a, have a whale of a time. And they would bond so, a, form, I think, a so strong first, friendship. So first of all, with regards... Robin Ed. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. With regards to existing films, I think... Yeah. The pairing of Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence, I believe it was. I can't oh, remember Blue the name. Streak. Is that yeah. Blue Streak? Is it the Blue oh, Streak? Oh, wow. I yeah, think, that's I think so, yeah. That was yeah. a very odd pairing at the time, but it worked. Is it the Blue Streak? I think it's Blue Streak. Yeah, but you know the film. Blue Streak, is, mean, a right? Blue Streak is the name of the film. I, I can't remember. And I know Martin Lawrence was in it, so, yeah. It's the guy he like hijacks... Stephen yes. Robbins is basically having a really bad day. Yeah. <laughs> right, so. He's falling, falling down, but with lols. Yeah. I, know, uh, I don't think it is Blue no, Streak. No, it's not Blue I Streak. Think... It's not Blue Streak. No. Um... Um, I cannot remember the name of the film. I'll, I'll look it up later. Um, however, as for pairings, I, would de- I, would, I was going to go with Samuel L. Jackson, Shaft, and Jar Jar Binks. Oh, God. <laughs> it had to be, didn't it? I knew- <laughs> Oh, I, had to get I can't believe I didn't set, my, I set myself up you set so yourself hard up for that. Come on. Come on. Oh, um, yeah. by, by the way, the Martin Lawrence film was Nothing to Lose. That's it. Okay. Ah. And it is a good film. Um, have, uh, sorry, sorry to disappoint there, but I mean, come on. You could, you could, actually, part, you could pick up, to, you know, Jar Jar. I was actually going to say Jar Jar Binks and Billy Bob Thornton from Fargo. Um, actually, but you got there first. Um, to be no. to be fair, you didn't disappoint because that is exactly what I would expect you to say. So, <laughs> you know, you know, um, my whole plan to get him into more films. I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it. So, you know. um, that reminds me of, of the, uh, the. Did you see the the meme that I sent you guys the other day? Where it asked the question, "Would you rather look like Jar Jar Binks or talk like Jar Jar Binks?" Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, definitely talk. <laughs> <laughs> I already speak like him, so yeah. about you, Dan? Would you rather talk or look like George Uh Yeah, talk. I'd have to say. <laughs> Fair, yeah, true. I think the question <laughs> should be: Would you rather talk like Jar Jar Binks or talk like Hayden Christensen in any of the movies he was in? And I think I'd still choose wow. to talk like Jar Jar Binks. <gasps> wouldn't you? Wow, that's savage. But true. If, if, if Hayden ever <laughs> listens to this. He's going to come and find you. Well, maybe, but you come on, you know, <laughs> I don't know, we, we won't go there, but I think when you compare the two <laughs> acting chops of the two, I think Jar Jar wins. You know. Ooh. <laughs> Cold. Yeah. Wow. Well. What's your, what's your choice, TJ? Uh, of of uh, buddies in movies? As uh, your fantasy pairing. Uh, oh, with regards oh, to buddies in movies, it. let's just be clear. Oh, um, so what w- a weird couple. Um, I-, I think the weirdest couple is probably the uh, T Rex and uh, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, that, that is pretty <laughs> that's winning. As, by far. as soon as I found, as soon as I found that, I was like, that, that, that's it. 
it's job done. It's done. <laughs> but it is so, interesting, you know, joking apart, how many examples there are of person and animal, like, you know, every which way you can or whether it's all person and car, as we've established, person and dinosaur, person and dog. And they I guess that, that's that's the that's the wider buddy genre. I mean, why do why do these? Why does that kind of style of movie work so well? I guess what what, you know, what if you got, if you got, in general? The, yeah, the buddy film in general. I mean, I guess it's the chemistry or what's uh what do you think is the biggest draw to it? Why is it something that's endured for so long? The, I would say probably the chemistry because I think you can often reflect on your own relationship with some other person. For me, the example of that would be the mid eighties film or the no, so early nineties film. I think Tequila Sunrise, which was um, Raúl Julia and Mel, Mel Gibson. Gibson, and he one's yeah. a cop, one's a drug dealer, but the cop has obviously been involved in drugs and blah blah blah. And they end mm. up in this thing together. And that, at the time, I remember seeing it in, in the movies at the time, sort of reflected on some, you know, personal relationships I was have, having with some friends. Mm. And uh, it really sort of struck a deep Wait, you were a cop in a past life and you knew a drug dealer? You, you, you know, I've, I've done everything. <laughs> this is true, actually. I've, been, I've had every job, so yes. But it, it struck a chord. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, that remains in, like, my top 10 best movies because of it. Mm. So I think it's a, it's a situation whether it's a cop film or or whatever, that we can all sort of identify with because you, at some point in life, you end up in a pairing, whether it's at work or socially or just on a long mm. journey, you end up with a pairing with someone. And uh, by the time you come out of that, you know, your relationship with that person is somehow different and hopefully mm. somehow better. Yeah, true. What about you, Dan? What, what, what is it about that genre that kind of speaks to you or do you think why do you think it's done so well and lasted so long um god i mean it's kind of hard to add to what's just been said there um Hmm. but i think getting 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 that on-screen kind of banter and and sort of showing two people from two different worlds and Bringing bringing those worlds together and almost showing that you know that the, the differences I don't know almost like celebrate the differences and mm. that we're all underneath we're all the same kind of thing mm. unless unless one's a T Rex and one's a cop from the future in which case yeah, that's exactly. never going to work. I don't think so, anyway. <laughs> or a robot, or an alien. There's been buddy <laughs> buddy films with those as well. <laughs> so, guys, I have a short buddy cop movie quiz for you. So, I am basically going to play a segment of music <clears throat> from a buddy cop film or TV show, and you have to guess. So, all I ask is that while the music's playing, do not say anything. Once I stop. I will ask yes, each of you what it is. We don't have buzzers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Damn. Uh, I don't know what it was, but I want to fucking watch it. Um, <laughs> so, sounds... TJ, what do you think it is? <sighs> It's a TV show. Oh, I can't tell you. I'm not narrowing oh, it down yet. 
Pretty, it's a pretty wide field, Dan. Yeah, I mean... Okay, it's a film. Right. Okay. Rush Hour. No, it's not Rush Hour. Okay, you only get one choice. TJ? Um, that was TJ. No, sorry, I just meant, are you going with Rush Hour? Hmm... Yeah, because I've got no clue otherwise. Okay. Yeah, rush hour. Go on. Dennis? Turn on Hooch. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, right. I'm going to give you a second clue. Okay. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I know it. No, no. God damn it. Beverly was caught. Okay, I think CJ got there first. Go on. <laughs> yeah, Beverly was caught. That's so obvious. I mean, that was yeah. that was an e. That went from yeah. hard to really easy. Yeah, yeah. but both of you were the first from the same thing. Yeah, I was going to say I don't recognize the first the first sample no, not at all. all. Because I thought the entire mm, theme music was done by Harold Faltermeyer. It is. It, it's basically, I, I kind of, uh, it, it was a Did a you trick. cheat? I cheated. <laughs> because it's it basically someone played a bit of it on guitar. So I thought, I'll give, I'll give you a... Oh, come on. You're not getting a second season of this, Dan. Oh, this is not being it. picked up for season two. <laughs> come on, hit us in the next one. Okay, here we go, here we go. Okay. You don't I think I know it. I think I know it. Is it is it oh. rush hour? I was gonna <laughs> I think it's rush hour as well, yeah. You're both correct. Yeah. That one's you wanna, I mean, I, I don't know the theme from Rush Hour, but the dead giveaway but is the, you know, is the stereotypes. Stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That is the problem. Dude, yeah. what are you right. trying to be sold? Next one, you ready? Mm. This yep. one's harder. Yep. This one's a lot harder. Well I don't know actually because of previous conversations, it may not be as hard as I thought it would be. Ooh, Here we go. Okay. Let's do it. Definitely 80s. Is it? And it's a buddy cop movie. Buddy cop film, yeah. Okay, so it's not that then. And we've discussed it already. Oh, really? 
I think it's at 48 hours. It feels like it feels like an eighties. That sounded really super eighties. So yeah, it was it's, definitely eighties. It's not forty eight hours. So, so Dennis, you are, weapon, please. Oh no! What is yeah. it? Um, Tango and Cash. Oh, oh mother! Do you know what? I'm actually looking. I was looking at Tango and Cash on my list. And I was like, is it that one or is it? Oh, my it. my actual initial answer was going to be twins. It could have been twins. So for a bonus a bonus question, right. uh, who who did the theme tune to Tango and Cash? Okay, there's gonna be someone we know because otherwise that's a really odd bonus question to ask, right? Yeah. yeah. TJ Was it Hans Zimmer? That was a it's a good shout. So it's not. was that the bonus? Can you ask the question again, please? So the bonus question is who was the composer of the Tango and Cash soundtrack? You said Hans Zimmer. I'm going to go with Harold Faltermeyer. And you're correct. Oh, God damn it. It has that Harold Faltermeyer sound. I, I should I should say as a caveat, in the 80s, end of the 80s, uh, the first did he, album, my, the, did he do all well, of them? Well, the first <laughs> of my friends who learned to drive... My friend Markel, shout out if you're listening. He was really into most of the Harold Faltermeyer soundtrack, so I think we probably drove around half. Did of you? Say, did you cruise around with the windows well, down, listen to Harold Faltermeyer like, the whole time? You know stuff like the, you know that sort of style of music, like you know, um, yeah, yeah, kind of heavy synth run, and yeah, the yeah. Running Man soundtrack, yeah, 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 and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? So, okay, Good. okay, right, you ready? One more, yes, well, a few more actually. <laughs> I, 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 I have one. no idea, but I don't want to watch that movie, whatever it is. hundred percent know what that is. And I, I know who wrote it as well, I think. Go on, go for it then. Uh, that's uh, Lethal Weapon. And yeah. is it Eric Clapton that wrote the that Ooh, song? I don't know. I think. I'm pretty sure it is. I could be, I think I could it, be wrong. It might have been a bit more of a giveaway... Because uh, I'm pretty sure there's there's a, a huge saxophone part in it, which is a yeah. bit more. That's the that's the one that I uh, know. Oh, sorry, no, it's uh, Sting that wrote that song. Strange, strange things that I know. Can um, you name the song? It's probably me. Well done! Wow. Yeah. Ace that one. <laughs> Okay, cool. One you sure, more. You sure, you watch, you sure you don't want to watch that film, then? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. One more.
I, nothing comes to mind, but I feel like there might be a robot in this film. <laughs> <laughs> is it short is that, circuit? Is it short is circuit that, teaming teaming up with? I don't know. <laughs> one of the Goonies. I don't know. It's the Robocop Ed 209. It's one of your favourites. Oh. Uh, is it Running Scared? No. No, more modern. Think think uh, more recent. Um, bad Boys? Oh, man. I thought you... No, Hot Fuzz. Oh, shit. Damn, okay. I Uh, had to cut the beginning of it because it starts off with, here come the fuzz. (laughs) It's been a bit of a (laughs) giveaway. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's why I couldn't put um, bad boys on there because... Oh, because, yeah, bad boys, bad boys. Even within three seconds, it says that. (laughs) Fair. Okay, right. The last one, and this is a TV show. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. easy. That's like every <laughs> Friday night for our family. Yeah. Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, good call. But great shout. When I um when I was preparing that sample, I was like, "Hang on, that sounds like something really obscure that you wouldn't connect with Starsky and Hutch." So I'm going to mm. play for you what I what I believe has sampled it. <laughs> really? What is don't, it? don't you think that the sample is Starsky and Hutch? I'd have to listen to it clearly, but that is Fur Q. Yep. From the day to day. Not the day to day, the other one, the um No no you're right. It's it is the day to day, isn't it? Yeah. That Let- a bit so first of all, that that whole film that was filmed in my neighborhood. He's on he when you know uh, yeah, I, it's just that is one of the best things on British TV at that time. That was so good. Was <laughs> it? I, he, I, he's an Uzi lover. Um, yeah. yeah. Can I just uh, let me just play Starsky and Hutch? See what I mean? Yeah, it's got that. It's got that very similar vibe, isn't it? Hang on. So, hang on here we go again. One, one second. Yeah. That is yeah, definitely yeah. an inspired. Yeah. That is definitely an yeah. inspired thing. Definitely. Yeah. If anybody wants to know what that's about, you need to. I think you probably YouTube FurQ, uh, the day to day, and you'll find the clip. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's absolutely great. Cool. I will do that. I've not heard of this before, so I will do that as soon as we finish recording. Cool. Okay. Um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I think we've uh, covered everything. I think Dennis probably kicked my ass in that quiz, so. Well done to you, sir. Uh, Okay, let's call it a tie, he said, losingly. Um, (laughs) um, Thanks for joining us. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 stop. One final question. If you were going to write, if you were going to be in a buddy movie, who would you choose to be your buddy? 
in the buddy movie? Dan. Do they have to be like an actor? No, oh, it can be anyone. Oh, God. <laughs> see, I could totally see you and Imran in a buddy movie together. I could totally see Hold, hold on. It depends on what we're doing, though. If it's like a long road trip, there'd be like certain people I'd have. If it's we're going to go and bust a drug ring, it'd probably be someone else. Actually, no, it might actually be the same person now. Think about it. Um, yeah, I think the, I think the dynamic because you've got that British comedy, the trip, right? The dynamic yeah. has to be two people who infuriate each other, right? Doesn't it? In some way, <laughs> which is yeah, why no, I think Imran and Dan together on a road trip would be brilliant. That actually makes it interesting because my immediate thought was, who would I get on with? But actually, who no. would really irritate me to be on a, to be on a trip together? So, me and my sister, <laughs> she into this because we enjoy winding each other up, and, and the banter is. But see, the is funny thing good. is, so I did a long trip once many years ago with uh, um, who I shouted out earlier, Pete, uh, aka Zippy. And a lot of our friends at the time said, You guys are going on this trip around Europe together. We went backpacking. You're crazy. That's never going to work. And it worked great because sometimes mm. people, are, people are different when they travel. And sometimes it's in a positive way and sometimes yeah. it's in a negative way, but it worked out to be really good. We had a great journey. It was, and, you know, I think back to those times all the time and uh, they were, it was, it was great. So, you know, I, I, I don't know if I could do a road trip with, with Dan. I think that wouldn't, that would, that wouldn't work. I'd get you. Dan would infuriate me. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. Because you'd just be cracking jokes, badly timed, in all the serious moments and you'd end up getting us chased out of every town and it would be like and it would be like but all i said was blah 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 and i'd be like oh you that know. is the formula for the perfect buddy road move that you that's yeah see you just you just made the film like you dan and dennis on a road trip to go and bust a drug smuggling ring done we've got to survive it though that's the thing Well, on that bombshell, I think we've come up with a, uh, another Oscar-worthy um, movie category. Another winner. Um, another winner. Um, thank you for joining us on uh, on our little podcast. I hope you uh, enjoyed the topic of conversation and uh, hope you all stay safe, stay well, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. All right. Bye. Take it easy. Get well, Imran. Get well. Uh. stars look down and you'd hug yourself on the cold cold ground you wake the morning in a stranger's coat but no one would you see you ask yourself who'd watch for me my only friend who could it be It's hard to say it, I hate to say it, but it's probably me. When your belly's empty and the hunger's so real, you're too proud to beg and too dumb to steal. You search the city. 
For your only friend No one would you see Ask yourself Who'd watch for me A solitary voice To speak out and set me free I hate to say it I hate to say it But it's probably me Not the easiest person I ever got to know It's hard for us both That I feel in show Some would say I should let you go your way You only make me cry Well if there's one guy Just one guy Who laid down his life for you and I I hate to say it I hate to say it But it's probably me Amazing. 
Cool. Okay. Um, I'm just going to pause for a second there. Dan, do you want to do your thing now? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I tell you, while we're paused, can I just go in? Right. I just need to go and check something in the kitchen because I can cool. smell something right. weird. I'll be back in a second. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Sorry, sorry for this this uh, interlude, Imran, because obviously you're editing. So I'll just play some soothing music while we wait for Dennis to return. Do 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 do. Are you actually going to do do do? I can't find my phone, so I can't play. Any, I can't actually play anything. Do 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 do. 